Do you want to make a podcast? Well, Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money as well. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and literally everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it is totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, it's been so easy to get the show out to y'all, and I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. You're listening to The College Loop, your number one podcast for Auburn sports. Talking all things orange and blue every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Hey, you know what to do when you're grown. You know what's right. 19, 16, I I never know exactly what those mean, but we're somewhere in that ballpark. It's one o'clock in the afternoon in Auburn, Alabama, and this place was lit. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the College Loop 8 a Madness Day 5. And sadly, this is going to be the most depressing episode of all of them <laughs> because this is going to be 40 minutes or 30 minutes of straight quarterback conversation. As long as we can tolerate. <laughs> as long as we can tolerate. So this might be five to 10 minutes at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but we are joined by Mr. Vince Wolfram, star of the Invincible show. Is it the show? Is it yep. show? Yeah. So Vince, how you doing, buddy? Doing well, my man. It's it's good to see you boys again. It is nothing. The pleasure is all ours, Vince. We, we we've been <laughs> being able to watch your your career kind of take off from afar, and uh, we, we're going to try to dip, hop on your back for a little bit and ride some of your fan your fame uh, for for a few minutes here and talk to <laughs> some Auburn football. Let's do it. So I'm pumped up. Dylan, I, I Dylan and I have had a very interesting week about this. Lance, uh, I'm sorry, not, I almost called him Lance. Vince, I'm guy. <laughs> that kind of day. For those of you who need the uh, the extra content, I'm sure there'll be some outtakes on on TikTok soon about the kind of afternoon I've had. But Vince, yeah, Dylan and I have, have gone back and back and forth uh, this week about quarterbacks, and and we've talked to everybody about it, and kind of thrown it into. Uh, as a as a sidekick sidekick for Jacob Hillman yesterday, he was pissed off that we had to talk about it. They're <laughs> not thrilled to talk Auburn football, but I'm here to tell you that I'm, I'm firing up the uh, the the propaganda campaign for Holden Gerner. What have you What have you heard about the Auburn quarterback situation throughout the spring? And where's where's your head at? Your heart at? Where where, where do you think that that Auburn is uh, is situated right now in that situ in that department? I'm not talking about this. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll talk. I wouldn't play. <laughs> I'm just playing. I would. I just wouldn't play. <laughs> I'm, I'm just messing. Day <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, I think um, honestly, as the way Robbie ended the season and the things that we learned about sort of his injuries as the season went on and the things he was dealing with that we didn't quite know until the end. Um, I want to say he was my top choice. Obviously, going into the fall uh, with a new head coach, obviously new scheme. Um, I think the mold of him fits what Auburn has done traditionally, more of a sort of a dual threat guy. I mean, you look at who we've had, um, Cam, Nick Marshall, Bo, it's they all Robbie fits that that mold, I think. Um, but in terms of the Hugh Freeze quarterbacks, I'm not sure that he does as much. 
Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I would say, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And Robbie was, he wasn't broke last year. So I don't, I don't think you got to shy away from that. Um, obviously you have dudes on the bench that can come in. If that goes awry, if that plan shakes, shakes out differently than some of us expect. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say Robbie is, is my guy going in. Um, and until he shows me any different, that's, I guess that's who I'd rock with. I've got 25 minutes to change his mind, Dylan. Don't worry. <laughs> I got 25 uh, minutes to not change his mind. Congratulations, uh, Vince. Mom and dad are fighting again. Welcome on to the call. <laughs> hey, uh, I, I've seen him play basketball. I knew what the quarterback he was going to go with based on his play style <laughs> basketball. So hey, I knew let's, let's, not, let's not forget how, how smooth Vince is with it on the court. Let's not, let's, <laughs> let's not let that get, uh, get, get lost in the sauce. All right. Let, let, me, let me talk to you for a second. You're talking about Auburn's got dudes. There is about probably 5% of the Auburn fan base that wasn't shocked that TJ Finley was even taking reps in spring ball. Uh, everyone else was kind of like, the hell is this guy? Why is he, why are you here? Um, first, first the obvious answer there, he's not graduated. Um, so that's, that is inherently a, a reason why he's not back in the portal. Under a new administration, Vince, would you, do you, Venture to guess that everybody's on a level playing field here. Do you think TJ's actually uh, a guy that could be jockeying for this job in, 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 in the fall? Because I think this this battle's a little more open than people think. Uh, to be quite frank, I mean, based off what he showed us last year and his, I guess, his actions off the field, I'm not quite sure. Um, I think, I think obviously, Robbie is, I would say, head and shoulders. I bet I would be surprised to say that Holden would be as well, um, just based off dj's performance and his like i guess you could say his wavering confidence uh, a little bit and he's had some some outward things that have surprised auburn fans i would say um honestly i'm a little surprised he didn't take his talents elsewhere um but yet i still think he has he has some sort of hope maybe that we're not as informed about that maybe maybe made him stay so i mean i'm not really sure it's kind of just a big question mark that i really have no answer to other than like I mean, the guy's got a shot and he's trying to take it the best he can. So, I mean, props to him for that. But um, in a quarterback room that's as competitive as ours is, I'm not sure that shot is there as much as he believes it might be. Competitive is one hell of a word for it. Uh, I don't think I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. It's an interesting situation. And, and I'll, let, I'll let Dylan chime in here. I've got a couple more, uh, the I guess, open-ended questions for you. But I don't want to. I don't want to hog uh, Vince from Dylan. So I'll let I'll let Dylan ask a couple couple here in terms of the quarterback position. Yeah, I can't let you hog him because you can't start your propaganda <laughs> off off the Robbie Ashford band. No, I, I'm going to start the propaganda here in a moment. <laughs> he said you know, five minutes. Not, he was not. He was not this much of a Holden Jarner truther until after pro day. So. <laughs> Neither was half the freaking <laughs> population of Auburn, hey, Alabama. Hey, now, hold hey, on a I'm minute. Not, I'm only speaking the truth. Don't shoot the messenger here. <laughs> but we bring up uh, Robbie Ashford's play style. We've seen Malik Willis perform very well in the Hugh Freeze-led offense. And uh, Philip Montgomery has a Heisman winner under his uh, regimen uh, with RG3, who we know, great dual threat college quarterback. Yeah. Is that guy any good? Uh, he's a, he's a, he's funny. <laughs> he's a, he's a great, he's a good commentator. Yeah. Nowadays, uh, blame the, uh, the former team in DC for Move what forward with this. Career. Yeah. 
Uh, but you bring up uh, Robbie Ashford's playing ability and how he can fit into the scheme, and it really helps with the running backs, uh, make it a little easier for him. So what have you been hearing about Robbie Ashford's like improvement on the year? I know you're working Oracle production, so you probably have seen a lot of the highlights come through to like put online. So what have you been seeing from that point of view too? Yeah, I mean, the video they put out the other day, the spiral he threw down the sideline was, I was like, whoa. I haven't seen this this Robbie in a while. He must have got yeah, he got that shoulder repaired. Um <laughs> but he uh no, I mean from what I've heard and what I've seen on Twitter and the media and that's things. I mean, he's seems better, he seems more confident. Um obviously as he should be as last year he started as the backup and ended not as the backup. Um so I would say that's enough confidence boost in and of itself. Um but I I think coming in this year he should have all the confidence in the world. Why wouldn't you? Um, you have Jarquez coming back, who was, I would say, probably our third best option other than he and Tank last year um, on offense. And, I mean, even that, I think I would be confident in my offense. And knowing that because he is a dual-threat guy um, and that he can take some of that pressure maybe off Jarquez in that sense, um, I think that helps both of them. I think it helps his confidence immensely. Plus, I think we have a receiver room this year that um, – a lot of people aren't sure about. Uh, it's a younger group, I guess you could say. Sure. Uh, a group that hasn't. Yeah, inexperienced. A group that hasn't completely proved themselves, but I think it's a group that can. Um, and I think Robbie Ashford can very much help them do that um, in this scheme, obviously under Coach Freeze, like you said, Dylan. Um, and I think Coach Freeze is probably one to sort of formulate a scheme based off how successful he believes Robbie can be if Robbie is his guy. Um, and I think that can really, I mean, take the kids' confidence to a whole nother level. So I think we'll see a, a different, more improved um, Robbie Ashford this year for sure. And that certainly begins this weekend on Saturday um, with, the, with the annual spring scrimmage, which I've said every freaking show, but I want people to remember that Saturday, a day, is a practice with the, with an eagle flight. So please don't read into it too much. I'm, I'm absolutely going to – Yeah, I mean, there will not be an eagle flight. It's going to rain. Uh, I don't know if there will be an A-day. Uh, that, that that being said, just to be completely candid with you guys, it, 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 and, and to bring it back into a perspective for, for Robbie Ashford, it's it's tough to judge a guy and his development who's a dual threat when you can't hit him. It's 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 tough to determine how much better he's gotten because we know Vince we that Auburn's gone and reconstructed this offensive line. A lot of people are are doubting you know some some assets of of these pass catchers. I personally think that the skill positions that Auburn's got on the offensive side of the ball, maybe outside of quarterback, which that's kind of like the main problem. But like, uh, I, I think that Auburn's actually in good shape, but in terms of continued development for Robbie Ashford, and and I'm, this is going to sound like I'm taking a shot at you, Vince. I'm not taking a shot at Dylan. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's fine. I, I, w- I wouldn't bring you on here and, and, and dunk on you. I'll just ask this as a general question and not look at the camera. So no one feels attacked. If Robbie Ashford's gotten that much better, why have we not heard about him getting that much better? And why have we not heard about him standing out above about above Holden Gurner? All of this really for me to say, I don't think the quarterback for 2023 is on the roster. I, I, I don't know that, that that guy is is here. And I don't know if he's going to get here, to be completely honest with you, uh, within a, a, a window that's that going to make Auburn fans happy. Vince, if you're if you're if you're looking to go to the portal, uh, if is is this one of those situations where for Auburn fans it's got to be in Q we trust, 
uh, and go get a guy that matches your scheme? Or is there a specific, uh, I guess, style of guy you're looking for? In a quarterback? Yes. Um, Every other position, just bring anyone. Just yeah, I mean, I'm not – I honestly don't – I think your quarterback room with, I mean, even, say, Robbie and Holden, limited to that, I feel like you're fine. I don't know that you need to go get another guy um, – because, I mean, I feel confident that I, either of the both of those dudes can play. Um, and like you said, the skill positions, obviously, they're developing. And that's that's a thing with a new coach. He's been here six months, and he's made the biggest difference that anybody's ex- expected and more. Um, so I don't know how much you can expect a guy to go get even more than he's already gotten um, so far. And I think this, the pieces that he's brought in, he's brought them in for a reason. Uh, sure. And I think he's going to obviously work them – to their core and make sure that they're they're ready um, and that they're ready to play under whoever, whatever quarterback, whatever system that he employs. Um, I think he'll have his team ready. He always has. Um, and I think he'll prep them the best they can to be successful with the guys that he does have. Dylan Vince is firing up a third propaganda campaign we haven't heard about. He's He said that uh, Hugh Freeze is bringing in people, players intentionally. That means that he's on the Hank Brown train. I'm, I'm going to start the rumor mill. <laughs> I'm going to put the words in Vince's mouth, and we're going to roll with it, and um, we're just going to make shit up, and we're going to go with it. I don't know. I, I think I heard he, – like, I think he's on the Walker White reclassifying the class of 2023 train. <laughs> now, wait a minute. I will join you. On, on that, <laughs> on, on is, that. A, is a high school diploma all that important? <laughs> I say no, not when you're going to college. You'll figure it out later. All right, we'll get him a war dam. That's <laughs> right, war dam. <laughs> I, I, I love, I love the way you think. Now, Dylan, I'll, 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 I'll turn it. I'll let you, I'll let you continue here because I'm formulating in my head how I'm about to dunk on you while simultaneously praising Vince and pushing my Holden Garner agenda. So you let me mentally cook that one up. <laughs> And, um, and and we'll roll from there. Um, and we, you can really kind of take it a little more broad um, about how, what a successful A-Day looks like if you want. That's all you. Yeah, uh, I mean, bring it up. I don't want to give you too long because I don't want you to get too red in the face to match your nose. Think about a way to dunk on me during the show. <laughs> but, I mean, you bring up is the starting quarterback of 2023 even on roster right now. And I got to start off by mentioning I might need to put up do a list about A-Days that Auburn fans need to watch. One of those being Georgia. That one's going to be very important. Uh, oh, yeah. Three-man race over there in Athens. So one of those guys could very well be on the planes very soon. Rock Vandergriff, you are an Auburn Tiger. <laughs> Possibly. Or, you know, maybe a Jackson Dart. Or <laughs> Yeah, all right. Yeah. Ohio State's got a nice little race going on up there, too. I'm just going to, I'm going to – That one feels very plausible. Remember, in, in the conference, though, you, you get to sit. Yeah. But uh, – so Vince, to you, what does a successful A day, rain or not, look like for the quarterbacks? To you, that's a good question. I would say, um, obviously, I guess in a way, I'm ruling out TJ simply because I don't know that he can show me anything that anything new. You're um, not the only one. You're good. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that will have much of an impact. Um, but honestly, I'm very interested to see Ryle. Um, Robbie's improvement. Um, like you said, it might be hard with no pads, whatever, hitting him. Um, and I think that's very much true. And I, I think the main thing for me leaving last year into this year was the issues with the shoulder. Um, sort of just the bang, the wear and tear on his body. Sure. Because um, you want to see a guy compete at full health. 
Um, and we didn't see that. And we were still pleased with how he performed when not at full health. Um, most of us. Uh, hey, listen, I'm, <laughs> nothing would make, make me happier than for Robbie Ashford to absolutely, absolutely ball out. Um, Two thirds of us were, were there. <laughs> no, listen, no. All right, you know what, Vince, I'm not going to cut you off. Go ahead. Um, uh, I'll cut Dylan yeah. off. I won't cut you off. I would say uh, to see more of the throwing arm of Robbie would be something I want to see. Um, not only for Robbie, but also for the guys who are receiving the passes um, to see how they, how they, they fare, honestly, um, sure. see how Javaris is coming back. Uh, Coy Moore at full health, Camden Brown after ending a great year, uh, sort of the end of last year. Now um, you're pushing the right agenda. Keep it moving. Yeah. Keep it moving. We need to see more of that Arkansas Camden Brown, I think. Um, and even That's the right. younger guys like the Jay fairs, like those dudes who I've heard have had very, very good springs. Um, young guys that can come in, make a difference. Uh, even if it's just a couple catches a game, um, for a guy like Robbie, maybe that'll boost his confidence. It gives him another weapon uh, that he can attack. Obviously, in addition to Jarquez Hunter being the dog that he is. Um, dog. Yeah. And then Holden, I mean, I'm not sure what to expect. Obviously, we haven't seen as much of him as Robbie, so there's not as much to know. Um, but I just I want to see his game. I want to see what differs between he and Robbie. Um, I want to see his arm. Obviously, that's been the big talk. People are saying he has the best throwing arm they've seen. I know Harson said it last year and Freeze has said it again this year. Um, so I'm interested to see it just because we haven't really had the opportunity to um, because we rode with Robbie last year and obviously he came in for a couple plays here and there. Um, but obviously you can't take that those times to assess a guy completely. You can call the Harson scheme bad too, by the way. That's not going to hurt my <laughs> I think it was implied. Um, on the, uh, you could say yeah. it out loud. I mean, I've, I I say terrible things about Dwayne Haskins all the time. Since apparently, even the recruits didn't know Harson's name. Oh man, but yeah, I mean, I mean, just it's very much sort of a toss up for me because we haven't seen that much from Holden, and everybody's tooting his horn, and I I want to see what he's made of. I want to see what he can do. Um, and I mean, the same same goes for Robbie, but obviously we've seen more of him, so. That's really what I'm looking for offensive wise and defensive wise. How are we going to replace the guys that left? Um, Cause the guys that did leave were big, big pieces that Derek calls the Owen Papos, uh, those type guys. How can, how can we replace those players with new younger guys um, with less experience because those guys took up all the, all the snaps on defense. So I guess those would be my main, my main points. Dylan, I thought we were getting dangerously close there for Vince's punishment um, of of us making him talk about quarterbacks. He was about to make us talk about linebackers. I was like, Vince, golly, <laughs> kid, I like you, man. I want to like you. <laughs> um, and this linebacker conversation is disgusting, so I really don't even want to get into it, to be completely That's honest fine. with you. We've already done a full show about linebackers. Yeah, and, and as soon as we got off that show, I banged my head through a door frame. Um, so <laughs> that being said. That explains that. I uh, listen here, Dylan. I swear on everything. It is un- it is unbelievable. This is not a role where you- we usually get on. Vince, I don't know how familiar you are with the show. Uh, we don't usually get at each other's throats this much. I usually wait till I <laughs> stop recording and then I tell him how much of a jerk he can be. But right now, I'm going to tell him he's wrong uh, because his favorite thing is to do is to make fun of me. Wear your sunscreen. All right, ha ha. We get it. My nose is red. Let's l- let me let me push my my Gurner propaganda for a moment and then then I'll leave that alone. And we're we're going to ask Vince for his his outlook on 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 the the first year under Hugh Freeze, but you may as well rename this year's a a day. We might as well call it the Ashford Gurner Bowl, uh, because I'll be honest, fellas, 
I don't think any fan that walks through the those gates above the age of maybe like seven um, is really going to give a shit about any other position. I, I'm just being honest. And 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 there are a handful of guys that that we in, in uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Intellectuals uh, such as ourselves will be looking at, for instance, uh, the guy got Vince got Vince chuckling over here. Uh, <laughs> you, we all want to see a, a big day from Jay Fair. Uh, I think a lot of us are really interested in seeing Nick Mardner, uh, Brian Batie in that running back room, uh, Damari Alston, how he fits into the scheme. And and the truth is, we get no answers after Saturday, but. All eyes will be on the quarterback position and all that we've heard since in a NFL pro day on campus at Auburn uh, has been songs of praise of Holden Gurner. And, and you see, you've seen him handpicked by the likes of John Samuel Shanker to throw footballs uh, right next to Cam Newton on, on pro day, which that's kind of cool company to be hanging out with. And, and he and went stride for stride. And, and, and Gurner has repeatedly been in in the news from 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 the perspective of Hugh Freeze saying this kid is really stood out to me. And he stood out. I, I think his name was name dropped for the past six practices uh, for the following media availability. For Auburn fans who are firmly on the Robbie Ashford train, I don't want to take you off. I don't want to walk, work you off that. I really don't care. Um, I, I personally would love to see a good quarterback battle on Saturday events. Um, and and then I'd love to see one of these two guys step up over over the course of fall camp. I don't feel good about that happening. I'm going to be honest. I, I I'm not sure how people continue to to defend Robbie Ashford when 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 I'll call it, I'll say it. It's going to piss Dylan off. My boy Holden has uh, has 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 been has been showing out time and time again. How do you? I guess. From from inside that, that that locker room perspective, how do you keep your focus on? All right, we still have a quarterback battle. We do not need to block. Uh, we need to block out all that noise of people in one camp or the other. Holden's playing well today. Robbie's playing well the, uh, today. If you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. What a balancing act is Philip Montgomery going to be kind of dealing with in in twenty twenty three? A difficult one, I think. <laughs> like very simply put, he's going to be dealing with a difficult task because. I mean, I even remember last year with Arson, he was tooting Griner's horn as well. I mean, the same way. Um, and even I feel like last summer with Harson, we also heard more about Robbie, and it was TJ who was starting originally. So we were like, what are the what's the deal with these backups? Who's the starter? Who's the guy? Um, not downplaying holding because obviously we haven't seen enough of him, um, and that's what this A day serves as for the media and public like us. Sure. Um, but I mean, yeah, I think it's a very difficult conversation. I think they're both obviously different players, different styles, um, and both trying to make trying to make their way into a position that is very, very competitive, very, very difficult, um, especially under an entire new system, new coaches, new assistants, um, all that stuff. Obviously, makes it ten times as difficult. Um, but I think. For Auburn fans, they know the experience of Robbie. Um, I think the coaches take that into consideration as well. Um, just the fact that he's played one season under two coaches um, and brought the team from what people thought was going to be probably much worse than it was, um, as it was a dumpster fire for a little bit. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. he sort of, <laughs> yeah, he sort of threw the rope down and helped everybody out of that rut a little bit. Um, and with Holden, I think it's it's a lot of hopefuls because obviously we've heard so much. Um, 
But the difference with between them, I think, is that we've seen the things from Robbie in obviously in a sort of tainted way, as he said, all his injuries and and those things. Sure. But that aside, um, I think we've just seen more from Robbie. Um, and then when we do get to see that from Holden, um, I think that will sort of blow this thing up to where you and I can sort of on an equal playing field argue the two. Um, but since just because we haven't seen as much Holden, I think that makes the the argument there a little bit more difficult, if you know what I'm hundred percent. Yeah, I just like playing devil's advocate. Also, I, I'm, I'm very high on, on Gurner. Um, yeah. And, and I, I watched his high school highlights and his, I mean, dog workouts and things. He's insane. Dog. Um, yeah, it's just so good. But we just haven't seen enough of him at the SEC level. That's, That's all. right. Yeah, and you bring up the different play styles, uh, a pass-first guy versus a guy who can run it if need be. And I don't think Auburn fans have really seen a quarterback battle this, uh, uh, I guess, diverse in their playing style since. And it's not a good comparison. I want to say Sean White and John Franklin III. Or- oh, my God, that happened. <laughs> um, and Jeremy Johnson. And Jeremy Johnson. Holy hell. Uh, and I don't want to say it looks very similar because uh, their playing styles, all three of those guys, look very similar. <laughs> and they're all in the back of all of those guys, I would say. Uh, Auburn you- fans who are listening to the College Loop, we will not pay for your AA after Dylan made that comment. <laughs> Holy hell. Could have been a whole lot worse. I could have went back 2012 with uh, Kyle Frazier, Clint Mosley, oh and John Wallace. Jeez. I've been through it all. I've been through the thick and the thin of Auburn athletics. But we look at it from that point. And, I mean, looking at it, Robbie has a few tangibles that need to be fixed. I mean, I feel like trusting his offensive line is probably one of the bigger ones. And with Holden Jarner, his confidence, whenever he did get in, uh, he kind of – Oh, he looked like a deer in the headlights. He didn't know what he was doing. And that just comes from his age and kind of getting thrown into a very bad scheme – uh, when you have a guy who doesn't know what, what the plays are or if they'll work or not, it's kind of hard to feel confident in your playing ability. And a head coach that doesn't know what the plays are either. Yeah. There's that. Uh, there, there was certainly an element of that. I don't want anyone to take that for granted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and hopefully all Auburn fans out there, please do not open up that can of alcohol because of what I said. It was just a metaphor. Uh, just looking back at different quarterback battles Auburn's had. Uh, Auburn is way more talented than they were in 2015, 2016 with those quarterbacks. So let that be said. Let the record show. Godspeed. Happy Easter. I was about to say that. <laughs> no kidding. He is risen. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> look at the bigger picture for the season under with Hugh Freeze. If Auburn stays with one of these, I'm going to say two guys, uh, between Holden and Robbie, what is the outlook for year one with Hugh Freeze going forward with Holden and Robbie Ashford? That's a good question, just because there's, I think, a lot of moving pieces, um, especially now. I mean, it's April. Um, we have a long way until we have to know what we What know. do you mean, Vince? I want answers now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, first season, very, very high expectations, I think, from Auburn fans. Probably, honestly, realistically too high uh just because he comes in with such a a prowess such a resume um but he is taking a team that went almost 500 like he's taking a solid solid sec middle of the line sec team um and trying to make him great in one year that's a difficult job um sure and i i think he can obviously i think he can take us to heights that we haven't reached in a long time um 
but I also think that he has to, yeah, you said very long. Um, I think he, I think he is capable of it. Obviously we've seen it. He's beat the best of the best. Um, he's coached the best of the best. And I mean, I don't, I don't see why it would be any different here. Uh, obviously we've seen what he's done on, with recruiting so far, taking us from 76 to what, what are we now in recruiting? So we were top 20 at the end of it. Yeah. That much of a jump in what a span of three weeks. Yeah, that was nuts. That, yeah, it's crazy the the impact that he has and the impact that he will continue to have. Um, but yeah, I mean, in the, in terms of this season, I would say, um, I guess very simply, use Jarquez Hunter to the max that you can while you have him because he's a tank. That's yeah, funny. Um, but I would say, yeah, use that. Um, and if it's not one guy at quarterback, if it's two guys, use them both. I mean, why not? If you get if you have both the talents, there's an argument both ways, right? There's an argument. Yeah. Both I, I I I certainly get it. If that's your best option, that's your best option. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think you just got to make the most of the talent that you have because obviously you expect to have more as Hugh Freeze makes this team better as he puts it more on the map. Um, and I I think we'll see that that steady growth from him. Um, and I don't know that it entirely depends on how great or how not great we are this year sure. um i think i mean first year in a system i think people will realize that um and i I, re I really do think it is only up from here from for coach freeze all right then i'll ask you this very simply auburn will win blank games under the first year of hugh freeze uh, in 2023 looking at this schedule yeah i know i need to think of the schedule i might bring that up actually the non-con the non-con is umass Cal, which at Cal, uh, New Mexico State, right? And yeah, Sanford. Sanford. So safe to yeah. safe to bet four and zero and non cons. Oh, four and I think we could beat A and M. I think we could beat LSU. I hope Auburn could beat A and M. Yeah, and I hope they could beat LSU. I am not a Brian Kelly fan. Um, I hope to God we could beat Vanderbilt. For God knows. Um, and so there's seven wins already that you've already. Yeah, made. I would say eight, eight wins. Okay, Is that fair. Yeah, let's say hey, you could have said twelve, but I respect yeah. your opinion. So I think eight, nine, wrong. somewhere in there. <laughs> eight or nine. All right. I, I think the ceiling is absolutely ten. Yeah. Uh, but I. Who are those I losses think... to? Might I ask? <laughs> What's up? Who are those losses to with ten wins? Hmm. Hmm. I'll tell you this: I would not be. Out of this world, surprised if Auburn beat Alabama this year. Um, it, it would make so little sense that it would make sense. Tar said home game. That's right. Going up tomorrow. And uh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. If if Georgia was in Athens, uh, I would tell you uh, that it doesn't matter how good Auburn is that they're not winning that game. Uh, which that uh, congrats in twenty twenty four we get to talk about that right here on the loop. I'll tell all of you guys about how Auburn's going to lose to. Uh, to, to, to Georgia, no, no matter if Auburn has the number one recruiting class um, and number one transfer portal class, they will still lose. It does not matter. You think Stetson Bennett will still be there? Dude, it's possible, man. <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for him to just drop off his mail route and decide that he's, <laughs> he's coming back for another year uh, with Kirby Smart. But good Lord, am I tired of looking at that dude's okay. forehead? I know, he just celebrated mention. his 48th year of life. It's awesome. You're not wrong. <laughs> I would say it's fair to mention that TCU, no matter how the national championship ended, they went to the national championship last year. Two years ago, they went five and seven. There you go. Under your first year head coach. I'm just telling you right now that that is some absurd 
absurdly loose logic if you're talking SEC football. Uh, it's Vince, thanks, thank you so much for hopping on the show today. We, we had a ton of fun talking ball with you. Tell everybody where they can find you, love you, support you, and check out more of your work. Absolutely. So you guys can check me out. My Instagram is uh, Vince Wolfram, V-I-N-C-E-W-O-L-F-R-A-M. I have a media Instagram that is the same way, but instead of an I, it's a one, and there's an underscore between Vince and Wolfram. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, um, all of the above, TikTok. Uh, check out Invincible. Um, try to have a new show every other week, obviously exams and things. I am a student too. Oh, Hi, mom. Um, yeah, but I mean, check me out there. I appreciate you guys having me on. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's always a, a good time talking ball. Good to catch up with the events. It's been it's been too long. Hopefully, we can yeah. we can make something happen and get get together next time we're on campus um, and 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 catch up. We're back frequently, and we've got some pretty exciting news that's going to go public here in the next month or so. That if you say yeah. online after we get off this, uh, I'll let you. I'll fill I'll fill you in. I'm Harrison Tar at by Harrison Tar on Twitter. If you want to check out my written work, that is at the Auburn Daily. You can listen to more of my podcasting work on the Auburn Daily Show every Wednesday and Friday. Wednesday with the dangerous Dylan Lark. Friday with the legendary Lindsey Crosby. If you want to check out any of my play-by-play work, I'm on ESPN Plus with the Mercer Athletics. Uh, that'll be Friday next week and Saturday of next week as the Bears take on MT- ETSU. Excuse me. My apologies. <laughs> there we go. And uh, and. And baseball and do battle on the diamond. You can also check out more of my content right here on the College Loop every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, except for this week where we decided to go every day. It's always a pleasure talking ball with you, Dill. Vince, thanks for joining us. I'll give it to Dylan. You can get us out of here. Yeah, that's right. I'm Dylan Lark at your boy the tank on Twitter. That's at Y A B O Y the tank. And if you're watching, it's going to be right above me. And go ahead and let y'all know if you catch us and if you find us on A Day. You could take home a nice colored loop koozie, or, or flash and a nice colored loop cup, as well. As long as you have liked, subscribed, and ring the bell if you're watching on YouTube. Yeah, you there have you to go. prove that you have subscribed. Show, to show to us that you're subscribed on YouTube, and we will give you free merch. You can get both <laughs> if you're subscribed on YouTube. But yeah, you can catch me on the Auburn Daily Show every Monday with Lance Dot, and of course Wednesdays with Mr. Harrison Tarr, and on the College Loop. Next week, it's going to be every t- it's going to be Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. Uh, this week was just an anomaly because we had to talk about football every day this week. And we're not done talking about football for the rest of our lives, really. So, yippee to that. So, make sure to go follow us everywhere. If you want to listen to us, you got Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you got Amazon Music and Google Podcasts, social medias. You can go watch us on YouTube, get us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. But, Vince, uh, we're not on MySpace. So that it's a bit of a bummer. It's all right. I know Daniel Locke's popping on MySpace. So you guys are probably. Oh, you know it. <laughs> Daniel Locke, I love you and miss you so much. Uh, he hated he couldn't be here, dude. Oh. He hated it. So but go, go Sixers, right, Daniel? Oh, man. <laughs> and go follow, follow Daniel on Twitter at Daniel J. Locke. And with all that being said, this has been the College Loop 8A Madness, day five.